Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are uh, continuing our discussion on uh, prayer here in uh, February. It's quite exciting. Uh, we're in good morning. Uh, talking about the, uh, the life of uh, Jesus and his prayer life and uh, that um, because of you know, what we've learned and the statement you made, uh, intimacy always precedes what? Power and assignment. Power and assignment. Um, and we have a heart to uh, follow what God would like us to be part of, assignment. Mm-hmm. And by the way, the word assignment is, is uh, very uh, purposeful. Mm-hmm. Um, and and um, I want to separate it from what people say is my calling. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, well, I'm called to be a pastor or I'm called to do this or called to do that. And actually, that's a misnomer uh, because mm. uh, our calling, and, and this is interesting, um, there's a, a prayer that Paul prays in Ephesians 1, mm-hmm. that you may know the hope of your calling. Right. Um, well, we, we interpret that and say, I hope I know what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And actually, the word means, no, every calling is the same. And that is you're mm. called to be uh, abiding with me and experience. The, the word there is experience the feast that I have available to you. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, and everybody's calling hmm. is the same. You know, come and, come and be part of that. That's your call. Right. Um, and then your assignments will be given, you know, day by day, week by week, year by year. Um, I may move you to something new. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even in that, you'll be you'll have assignments uh, yeah so that, and even i think it's also important to differentiate there i think um too often in the christian world we confuse opportunity with assignment okay talk about that a little bit and yeah and so again we come back to the intimacy precedes power and assignment um opportunities there are a thousand good opportunities that we are presented with under the guise of ministry mm. and uh, under the guise of loving others under the guise of serving others if I step into every opportunity I have, my bandwidth and my ability to step into the assignment that he has chosen for me, that he is chosen, choosing to give me power to complete and pr- producing the fruit through, I may or may not have the capacity or the bandwidth to even step into that. So we have to be very careful. Again, this is part of why intimacy precedes power and assignment. We need to know Jesus only did what the Father told him to do. Right. We need to know our assignment and be able to discern the difference between our assignment and an opportunity that comes our way. Yep, yep. And it says God so decides so that, you know, when Linda and I were uh, in Chicago as a business person, um, we were asked by the church, you know, could you step into the role of senior pastor because we're, we're mm-hmm. having uh, the whole thing's falling apart. Um, it wasn't, oh, yeah, sure. Right, which uh, a lot of people would go to. Oh, uh, this was just presented to me. Isn't this great? Yeah. I should say yes. Yeah, yeah. and it's uh, no. Uh, what do you got to say about this, Father? Yes, and but let me show you how to do that. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and, we, and we did it and in a couple of years. And it, the church turned around. It was spectacular. Hired a full-time guy and uh, time to go. And then people say, well, because you helped the church not fall apart and actually thrive, mm-hmm. um, you should go do that for bigger churches. Mm. Um, and I know I know people, you know, that need it, and I can connect you and, you know, get you going. And it's like, well, uh, yeah, it's interesting, but I think I'll just go ask God, God right. you know, what is my next assignment mm-hmm. on your path for me, not what I think, like you described, as a good opportunity that sounds pretty mm-hmm. good. And God, you know, we prayed, and Lynn and I prayed, and God said, yeah, go home, go back to Colorado and disciple your kids and, and your wife. Mm-hmm. That's my assignment. Uh, and the important thing about getting that assignment from him is you are a very vertical relationship there. You are serving an audience of one. Right. There would be many people who are going to be disappointed in your no. Right, yeah. And yeah. all we need to care about is the yes to the Father. Yeah, yeah, because he knows the path and he knows what, what's going to yes. happen out of it. Um, and so... Uh, by the way, out of that came the Ministry of Living Waters, you know, and so mm-hmm. um, it's it's really remarkable. And you know, Jesus says, uh, you know, we were in John um, 17. Uh, he talks about that, you know, eternal life is experiencing intimacy with God and knowing God, experiencing God. Um, and then I finished the work which you have given me to do because I only followed your work. And so mm-hmm. um, this is bookend. This is interesting because he's at the very end of this. And interesting enough, the very first one was the uh, turning water to wine at the at the wedding of Cana, mm-hmm. uh, where um, he was just going to the wedding, right, uh, with his mom, not and planning on doing anything there. <laughs> it wasn't. Here's what I want you to do. It was just mm-hmm. he was just living life, and he was in intimacy with the father, and um, uh, they run out of wine, and his mom says, "Take care of it." Mm-hmm. Um, and again, take care of it wasn't go out buy wine. It's we know you you've done this before at, at home. Mm-hmm. Turn water to wine, you know. And um, no, he says no. It's not my what time. Not my time, right? Um, well, the mother says, I think I think it might be. Mm-hmm. Now we know something because Jesus said, I did nothing except what the Father spoke. What did what did Jesus then go do? He must have checked in with the father, and the father told him, hey, nope, you're doing this one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is how you want to start? Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't seem like this is my time. I I, yeah, I haven't had a heads up. Um, mm-hmm. He said, yeah, don't worry about it. This is it. You know, go ahead. Oh, and he's okay. Um, and he did it. You know, and that was, and by the way, um, interesting enough in that miracle, uh, there was only, uh, there were four four people that knew it. One was his mom. Mm-hmm. Two were the servants. Jesus himself knew it. Right. And then his disciples knew it. And and it wasn't broadcast to the whole wedding party. Mm. And it says because of that, his disciples began to believe, oh, this is what this is about. <laughs> oh, this is who we're with, you know. Uh, uh, and so it was it, the whole purpose of it was really for them. Mm, that's beautiful. Uh, you know, and that's what God and said. Growing and, 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 and growing their belief in their faith. And growing their belief and then spending time with it. So he said, I finished the work. And the work wasn't, and think about this, that, you know, did he understand why he even came? Yes. Mm-hmm. He knew that. I've come as a, a human to demonstrate life with us. 
uh, and to give truth that I've taken, I'm going to take care of the problem, which is requirement is perfection. Mm-hmm. And, and at the cross, you can read this in Colossians uh, 2, uh, 11 to 15, I'm going to remove the requirement. Mm. Um, and you don't have to be perfect. You just have to believe it. Right. What? I did it on my own nature, my, my nature of forgiveness, my nature of love. You, you can't get there by yourself. I did it for you. And he knew that's what he was headed to do. Right. So he understood that. Um, but it wasn't like, okay, I got my assignment. And, and uh, the father says, uh, you know, in three years, you're going to go to the cross. Uh, try to train some guys in the meantime. Uh, good luck. Um, and I'll see, you, I'll see you in three years. Mm-hmm. No, it was every day within that understanding what, what now? What, what do we do now? Mm-hmm. What do we do now? And, and he fulfilled it. He said, I finished the complete work when? Every single day. So when we look at the assignments, even when I took that church, it wasn't like, well, here's your assignment. I hope you do well at it. Right. It's here's the path that I put you on. Mm-hmm. Every day, Rich, you need to let me guide you into the fulfillment of that assignment person by person by person, day by day by step day, by step, step by step, uh, based upon people's responses and what happens and all the all the forks in the road you're going to have. So when he said he finished the work, it's that I understood the process mm-hmm. of walking with you, you know, uh, intimately. Okay, uh, let's keep going uh, on this prayer. This is John 17. Mm-hmm. Uh, read verses um, uh, 6 through... Uh, Go ahead, uh, 6 through 19, and then we'll, we'll, we'll go through it a little bit. 6 through right, 19. Right, and this is where he begins praying for his disciples. Right. Yeah. Um, I have manifested your name to the men whom you've given me out of the world. They were yours. You gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they have known that all things which you have given me are from you. For I have given to them the words which you have given me, and they have received them, and have known that surely I came forth from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours. And all mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I am glorified in them. Now I am no longer in the world, but these are the things, but these are in the world. And I come to you, Holy Father, keep through your name those whom you have given me, that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Those whom you gave me I kept, and none of them is lost except the son of perdition, that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I come to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I also sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also may be sanctified by the truth. Yeah, man. So wonderful. (laughs) You see the beautiful, like the love that he has for his disciples displayed in that passage is absolutely incredible, right? Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, you know it, but just to see it in the verbiage, just to hear the passion in his voice for his disciples. Yeah. Um, and in verse six, he said, um, 
you've given them to me. I've, remember, I've fulfilled my assignment. Mm-hmm. Um, and in verse 6, he says, you gave them to me, and they did what in verse 6? It says, you've given them to me. They were yours. You gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Kept your word. Uh, the word there is, uh, it's, it's not even intellectually they understood things. Mm-hmm. It's they began to realize keeping is following, experiencing, living mm-hmm. out the truth, the word, the things you spoke that mm-hmm. came through me, that they heard me because they were with me mm. um, and they and they followed it. Um, and so I, I'm praying that they, in essence, keep doing that mm-hmm. and that they would perpetuate it. Um, and he says um, in verse eight, um, and this is cool, uh, Jesus says, I have done what in verse eight? I've given to them the words which you have given me, and they have received them and have known surely that I came forth from you, and they have believed that you sent me. Okay, so he says, uh, the way it works is that the Father speaks. Mm-hmm. He says, I received it. Mm-hmm. And um, I gave it to them. <laughs> and then I spoke it to them. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, now remember, we're trying to understand prayer. Right. And, and it starts with, Hey boys, you've never really prayed before because you had me. Right. Okay, now think about what he's saying here. It wasn't it wasn't my good ideas. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm hearing the words of the Father. And I'm And I'm telling it to them. And I'm speaking it to you mm-hmm. and then having you join mm-hmm. the work of the Father, which was supernatural stuff. Um, right. So, because uh, he says, what you've given me, I give, give to them. So uh, he said, so I've, I, I received it, and then we dialogued about it. Mm-hmm. And you received it, and then you could, you could fulfill it. He says, now, by the way, he says, um, that's going to continue. Okay, how? Well, who's within you? The Holy Spirit. Who's speaking to him? The Father. Yes. Um, and the Father speaking through the Holy Spirit who now is speaking to you, and mm-hmm. the same thing is occurring like it did with Jesus, and it's supposed to be right. in that same way. It's not like I got to go do some uh, uh, systematic thing. Mm-hmm. Rather, it's, it's just being with It's just being with me, le- yeah. learning, receiving. The Father speaking to the Spirit, the Spirit speaking to you, you speak to the Spirit, and we'll connect through mm-hmm. that beautiful thing. And the key is... He says, I gave it to them, and they, in verse uh, uh, 8, what did they do? They have what? Received it. Mm-hmm. And the word there is um, they have uh, lived it out. Mm. So it wasn't like, yeah, I heard it. Right. It's no, you receive the power, mm-hmm. the assignment, the beauty of all that I did because my words are spirit and life. Uh, and so the Father speaks to Jesus. You spoke it to me. I spoke it to them. That's going to continue. And so, hey, everybody, stay in that mode. Let God speak. You receive it. Let God speak. Mm-hmm. You receive it. And receiving it, remember, wasn't because we, we have three years of this. When Jesus said something, that the disciples understand what he was even saying. No. No. Uh, it was like but they processed. <laughs> and he actually says, he kind of, it's funny, but he says often, you know, how long do I got to put up with you guys? <laughs> you still um, don't get this. <laughs> but the good news is that's okay. Stay with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 
it was dialogue. See, it wasn't get it correct. Mm-hmm. It was let me guide you into that truth by intimacy right. with me and receive you know what I'm what I'm saying. Um, and he says, so uh, I'm going to pray for them, mm-hmm. Father. So I'm lifting them up now because I'm going to be going. They're going to receive the Holy Spirit. I pray that they now are able to live the same life now with them. Um, I'm not praying for the world, mm-hmm. but for the ones you you gave me. Now we know something about that. Uh, Jesus says uh, he said that it is not my will that any should what. Should perish. Should perish. So is he praying for the world? Yeah. But in what way? That they would come to, to knowledge of the truth. And then mm-hmm. what I'm what I'm what he's saying here is that when they come to the knowledge of the truth, I'm gonna pray now that they live this out. Because in other words, mm. they can't do it unless they come. Right. So when they come, which is our will, and mm-hmm. we're gonna and we're gonna keep convicting the world of, of the truth of that and have people speak the truth of that, invite them to the truth of that. But they can't experience any of this until they receive me. Right, right. And now that they receive me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to now, my focus is on them. Mm-hmm. By the way, and think about how beautiful this is, why was his focus on the 12 for three years? Because that was his plan for the church going forward. This was this was God's will for how the church would spread. How would it spread? Through them demonstrating yeah. the power of God and sharing the gospel. Yeah, because see, the, the whole life of God in the world is multiplication. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not mass. Um, it's through discipling and receiving and living and experiencing and then inviting people to mm-hmm. that same place of don't you want to know what it means to live the beautiful life right. of God um, and, and keep multiplying out because, uh, and you, you and I get to experience that because of our, particularly our retreats. Uh, when somebody comes to a retreat, they generally, they don't have a clue about any of this, mm-hmm. uh, about intimacy, abiding, walking, hearing the voice of the God, the spirit. Right, eh, it right. Doesn't, it doesn't, and they kind of think it's, by the way, um, I the stuff about the Holy Spirit I've heard is really strange and weird stuff, um, mm-hmm. and no, it's not. It's it's beautiful. It's normal. It's just the same life that Jesus had during his three years. That's in the Gospels. It was beautiful. Right. It wasn't strange. It wasn't weird. It wasn't you know people falling over all the time. It was it was just the life of God. Um, so when when mm-hmm. we when we experience it, and people say, "Oh my gosh." Um, I I love I want to get uh, understand this more as they do automatically they start teaching it to their family they start mm-hmm. teaching it to their cohorts they start teaching it to people that they know and it starts to multiply out once in a while you and mm-hmm. I get a little glimpse of what we would call grandchildren or great grandchildren right. of this process we had nothing to do with it we discipled that person. Who they discipled somebody, somebody else. else somebody <laughs> else. And it's multiplying mm-hmm. because um, it's it, it has to happen. I mean, think about this, the, the beautiful beauty of this. In order for us to walk this life, we have to be intimate mm-hmm. with God. Right, right. He says, because of that, really, you can only uh, be around people at a certain level, which is why, you know, it's 12 small group, 
Um, mm -hmm. You can't do it in the masses. Right. You can only do it in a small group. But if you do it with them, they can perpetuate it and they can perpetuate it. And then you stay with your group or you stay with your small groups or intimacy or your family. And he said, the whole thing is built around intimacy, both with me and with others. Right. And you can't really, and it's okay to preach. And, and we know that, you know, that's uh, Jesus, mm -hmm. Paul, uh, Peter preached, 3000 people came, but then oh, yeah. they, but then they discipled them, you know? And so mm -hmm. um, uh, he said, the intimacy comes from that. Uh, and then he says uh, that um, I don't pray for the world. I pray for them. Um, and that uh, I pray that you would keep them uh, mm -hmm. through that uh, and that um, uh, you would protect them uh, from the enemy. And he says, I'm not praying that they get taken out. Mm -hmm. um, because our thought, by the way, is, yeah, the world's a <laughs> tough place to live. You know, can't you just put me in a nice <laughs> bubble and uh, protect me from mm -hmm. all this trouble? And, and, and if you listen right. to people's prayer list, it's get me out of the trouble, get me out of trouble, get me out of trouble, right. you know, take me out of the trouble. Uh, I want the trouble to go away. He mm -hmm. says, actually, I'm praying the opposite. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not taking him out. He says, what? I'm sending you where? Sending you in there. Yeah. Into there. Let's go. Mm -hmm. uh, you're going to go. I'm, I'm actually sending him into. And then he says this, as you sent me into this place of trouble. Mm -hmm. I'm sending them. Right. Okay. Now think about what we've been talking about. On what basis was Jesus, what was the life of Jesus like that, that he sent them into? Jesus was doing what every day? He was walking with the Father yeah. and actually walking in a in a supernatural, incredible life. Yeah. So he says, but in a world of, of yeah. turmoil and trouble. So what I've heard... An experience, I, I now give that away mm -hmm. day by day by day because the way I was sent was to listen and follow you mm -hmm. every single moment because I did right. nothing except what the Father. So I said in that same way that I was sent, we're not actually pulling them out. We're sending them in mm -hmm. to do what? Listen to what I have to say. Fulfill and do what the I will have to of say, the Father. And, and, and have the assignments and the power that goes with it. Uh, mm -hmm. And then he says, um, um, typically, he said, the world's. By the way, in the in the world, the response is going to people are going to hate him. Mm -hmm. uh, why? Because it it, it they're self centered, and this bothers right. me. Okay, now if if you're hated. Does that bring a lot of joy to you? No. No. <laughs> no. No, it's, it's not easy. It's, it's conflict. It's it's heavy. It's I don't like mm -hmm. it. He says, actually, because you're fulfilling my work, I'm gonna you're gonna have great joy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Even in the midst of all the turmoil. Okay. Now on what basis can you have great joy? Because you're with him. You're with him and you're watching him work in and through you and you're seeing the fruit of it. But it's all because of him. That's where the joy comes from. Right. And then there's two things. Uh, one, when you have trouble, mm -hmm. is that going to crush you? No. No. Well, I'll take care of it. Mm -hmm. uh, I can overcome it. As a matter of fact, he said it. This is in John 16. This is the last statement he makes in John 16. In the world, you're going to have what? You're going to have trouble. But don't fret. 
Mm-hmm. I've overcome it, and I'll take care of it. Mm-hmm. You'll get through it. Don't worry. I'll take care. I can supernaturally take care of it. I'll resolve every single one of them. Um, mm-hmm. Secondly, uh, is that um, uh, in this uh, world that you're experiencing, um, my joy is going to be you hearing me, mm-hmm. being walking with me, and not looking at outcome. Mm, rather, rather you're just enjoying me. Now we're going to see outcome because there'll be fruit, mm-hmm. and fruit will be people that do receive it, and that's thrilling. There'll be mm-hmm. some that won't. Don't worry about it. Your focus isn't on what happens. Your focus is on the joy of the intimacy of being mm-hmm. with me. Right. And he says, if you, if you, and that's why you and I, uh, with our leaders, we kept seeing, are you enjoy, are you enjoying life with God? Mm-hmm. See, if the answer is no, then something's not right. Yeah, I always uh, tell people joy is a great check engine light. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, and it's just uh, because if you are, then you're enjoying me, mm-hmm. and I'm enjoying you, and everything else um, doesn't become preeminent over that. Does that mean you don't struggle? Like you know, I I have moments of grief about Michelle, so it's not like well, it's I never experience anything, right? But I don't lose the joy because I know I'm going to be with him as he mm-hmm. walks me through that release at the moment of, well, that's 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 heavy, that hits. Yep, mm-hmm. I know. Uh, but you don't lose your joy because stay with me. Don't go off right. and you know, do it yourself. And then he says, I'll sanctify them by the truth. What's truth? Word, mm-hmm. what you hear. And sanctification is my righteousness covers them and purifies them not because of anything they do, it's because they're receiving my word, which mm-hmm. is producing the joy, which is producing the assignment, which is producing the power. And Father, I pray that they keep listening and that you keep speaking and keep sanctifying them by the truth and mm-hmm. the word. And it's all centered around the word of, of abiding in the word and then receiving my rhema, my personal instruction and living out the beautiful life that I have, for, have you know, that we have for them. So um, it's such a beautiful thing as I'm not taking them out. I'm sending them in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I pray that they stay with us and go to oneness. Oneness is I, I receive it and, and join you in the unity mm-hmm. of that and experience it. And he's going to, and the next time we'll talk a little bit more about this oneness. So uh, what, a, what a beautiful, uh, you know, yeah. example of, of uh, what Jesus is trying to show us about life with him as, and prayer life particularly. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks so much for sharing. I love this whole passage that we've been on the last couple of days. And I know I love the part that's coming up too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so just looking forward to it. Thank you to everyone who's joining us. And if you have questions, if this is raising questions for you about anything, don't hesitate to um, click the link on the podcast. There's actually a link on the podcast yeah. that you can just press to send a message in, or you can go to the YouTube and leave one or send in questions at questions at afjministry.com. Yeah. And we would love to answer them. Yep, we will see you soon. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. Okay. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.